for those just starting out, to those who built their reputation. In the detail industry, navigating the course is a daily grind. This is Play-by-Play with industry professionals tackling topics and offering tips to help improve your game plan. Now, here's your Play-by-Play. All right, what's up, everybody? We are back with Play-by-Play, and uh, we are kicking off an awesome series, one of our favorite ones from last year, and this is our MVP series. That's right, man, and this is always uh, this is always a good one. It is. You know, an MVP is what makes an MVP is somebody that uses our software regularly. That's right, regularly. Regularly. Good job. I've been working on that word a while. Um, <laughs> no, this is an awesome series because you get to hear from guys that use the software on a regular basis. Much easier to say. And uh, and and let's hear about them. Let's talk to them. Let's see what they got going on in their shop, what's relevant in their world. And, uh, you know, it just makes it, it brings it all full circle. Of course, we're following up a heck of a, a heavy hitter. Billy Boggess was on last week um, talking about the social media and, the, you know, the double-edged sword effect that it can have. And so we're going to talk to our MVPs about experiences they may have had with bad reviews, with, you know, um, the local community maybe getting on one, one side of the wrong, you know, the wrong side of the Facebook road, <laughs> right. you know, so uh, so we're going to continue that conversation. And I'm sure they got some interesting stories, too, man. It's always uh, always a good time. And so just, you know, getting getting to to. You know, getting to chop it up with our customers, it man. It's, it's a good time. So. You know, you get to do it on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. You talk to these guys quite often, and uh, me, not so much. You know, I just don't have as much time as I'd like to just call and chat it up with all of them. Not taking away from you, you don't have that much time either. But yeah, no. you know, but so it's 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 fun to bring them all into a group. That's my main gig, dude. That's, that's making sure gig. everybody is that is yeah, yeah make like sure everybody's that. happy and cool and and doing well or prospering. Uh, so in addition to our uh, to our MVPs, we're also going to have uh, this week's play by I mean play by play. This week's we're hack do, or hack. Yeah, play and, by play. and we're doing this one a little bit different, and I really like this style. Yeah, this okay. Is gonna be fun. This is going to be where Chris and Ethan actually shoot a little video, or I guess because Chris, I'm not sure. Anyways, they're going to shoot a video mm-hmm. of a hack. Now we don't know the hack. Right. We don't know what they're going to do. But our get our job is to guess what it is they're doing and why they're doing it and if it works or not so so we have no idea what they've done right this is really going to test your detailing skills dustin so all the people that think you're just a you know a business owner you don't know how to run a polish man i ain't never seen you uh do a 50 50 you know, it's oh, paint I'm correction. I'm, I'm done. Them. I just didn't share them into the group. No. So. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, it's so going to test your lack of skills oh, there, well, Ryan. You got me there. <laughs> well, you know what? Listen, we're going to get to that later on. But one thing I want to talk about before we get into the show, um, bringing in the MVPs is always fun for me because it allows us to look at what we've grown. Right. But we didn't start here. Um, we didn't start with, you know, where we're at. We we had humble beginnings, very humble beginnings. And, you know, when, when we started the software, the first thing that resonates, and this was pre-Ryan days, <laughs> what was, that was like? the mobile tech trip. Yeah. You know, and we talk about it a lot. But this was the mobile tech trip back in 18, I believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went down there. This is the funniest story. And it's, and it's such a, like an entrepreneurial trip. But we went without software. Right. <laughs> we went to sell software. Without any software. Well, you had software. It just wasn't ready for anybody else to use besides your shop. We had version one, which was built specifically for my shop. Okay. And we showed it off. We literally demoed version one 
and we showed this is uh, we couldn't make changes and we couldn't like even book a job for you because this was live like we were using it in our shop <laughs> and we said okay now if you're interested in the software we got this list over here you fill out your name and when the software is available We'll put you in. You know, we'll get you in a beta test. Or wasn't, test. I love the fact that there was actually a uh, a roundtable software discussion going on at Mobile Tech Expo. <laughs> Why do you want to bring this? So this <laughs> is, I didn't think anybody knew about this. You told me, so I had to. Yeah, I knew about it. So yeah, you guys actually you had to watch a, a roundtable on software that so, you were not invited to, right? Yeah. I think we need to discuss this, Rod and Jody. <laughs> Rennie Doyle hosted it. Okay. <laughs> Me and Mitch, our software developer, our lead developer, he comes and 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 I hear about this discussion of the software companies having this roundtable discussion on air. Rennie Doyle hosted. You got Rod and Jody. You got Mike and Chris Evans, and then you have the guys from uh, Mobile Tech, right? And Mobile Tech didn't even have a detailing software yet. Yeah, they were still just PDR. They were just right? PDR. The guys were using for you know they were using it, but yeah, I had to sit on the sidelines, dude. And I'm like, you guys, uh, I, I'm over here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm over here. I don't have software yet, but uh, I promise it's coming. Right. And it was still months. We were months out. You know, we were expecting to launch that. You know, then, but. Of course, if anybody's ever had any hand in development software, it just takes longer and it costs more money than you could ever, you know, estimate or imagine. Um, and, and I speak that uh, from experience. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a little lighter. Yeah. If you think about you. getting in the software business, uh, pass. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, yeah, it was fun. But, you know, and then 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 Ryan comes on board. Yeah. A couple months later, I think. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, it wasn't but much longer. Were we when you came on? Were we available? Like, were we selling actively selling, or was we? Mm -mm. No. So there was actually um, we had one like one company that was legit beta testing. You okay. know, that was yeah. Tommy uh, yeah, with yeah, uh, nitpicking. Yep. Um, sent him a message. Maybe he can join us today. Oh, that'd be cool. Uh, but yeah, so so we definitely had some other people that were certainly interested and. Mm -hmm where i came in it was we were just now coming to now we could start personalizing it and doing yes. it for other businesses yep. you know little things were still kind of hard-coded but we were working ourselves around that and yeah. um yeah it was it was a, a slow climb for me you know Very having to first so. learn the software yeah. and then having to teach the software you know right, to, to detailers into a into an industry that really had no idea how to use software absolutely so you know and uh, one thing that's funny i think we have to always bring this up when we talk about our past is this thing that we used to do um so you guys didn't know it but we would target detailers we'd go and search detailers um that may or may not be interested and then ryan would co-call them but before we called them we would actually build them a site <laughs> yeah we would we would take their logo and some of their packages and put it in there. And so when they did the demo, if we got them on the hook for a demo, we would log into to their, their software, to yeah, their software, their branded software. Yep. And we would basically, you know, show them what it looked like, you know, or like that, that would be that would be their version. Yeah. That was that was definitely interesting. Uh, there were some folks that did yeah. not take too kindly to. Uh, there was one like photo that. I yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ryan grabbed the the wrong logo for this guy, and he just tripped out about it. He's like, "Well, first of all, I wouldn't use that logo." And we're like, "Yeah, we're just really trying to show you yeah, the uh, opportunity." I thought you'd be impressed. That you really <laughs> yeah. to begin with. Yeah, we'll never touch your logo again, sir. Yeah, it was great, though. I mean, that was that, that was like you know what is it uh, making your bones? You know, getting yeah. getting your feet. But and and without all that, I mean, I wouldn't be able to appreciate right now, you know, right. as much as I do. You know, we used to not ask for a card up front. We used to guys just let them let them subscribe or you know let them start their trial. 
and then chase and chase, chase and try to get, chase. you know, and so, you know, we've grown so much, man. And, you know, to go from zero, I'll never forget the zero to a hundred felt like forever, yeah, you know, it and was, uh, it was rough, man. man. Uh, we had a dry erase board where we literally had uh, in the in my office where we would handwrite every company name, and it was a while before it like got to the bottom. Yeah, I mean, twenty people. 20, it was yeah, rough twenty. It was know. rough go, man. Well, we did it, and hey. you know, because and here's the reason: it's no question that the software works. The software is great. You're talking to people first of all. The majority of them are owner operators. They're working mm -hmm. every day. And now you're saying, hey, I know you've been doing it this way for years, but we need you to stop that and do and, and trust us yeah. in that this way is better. And so it's a, it's a hard sell, you know, uh, when people are kind of stuck in their ways and detailers yeah. are notoriously stuck in their way. Yeah, and they don't have the time. I mean, it's it, it, right. it's there's not enough time in the day for you to do your job most of the time. If we could attack, yeah, go ahead. With, I was gonna say without you know some sort of organization tool like Detail Bookie. If we could attach a screen to their polisher that would display the, <laughs> they would get it. Right? Yep. right? You know, yep. if the software was inputable on the top of the polisher, right? You know, <laughs> I don't know. Something. That's what it would sound like if you get on that, Mitch. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll flip that switch. We'll have that added. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Please, I don't need a thousand emails asking for that feature. We can't do it. Let's just rule it out. We can't do it. Can't do that. Can't. We're not gonna. We're gonna skip that one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, listen. It's been fun. It's been a fun ride. And you know, we have hundreds of users on now. We filled up every. You know, we've been. We're in every state. We're also in Canada. Canada we're in Australia. Australia. Um, have a big connection going on in Canada. Shout out to my bro, my bro Joel Lapom. What is it? Sparrowhawk. No, it's so, a Sparrowhawk giving us a, a shout out. That's Sparrowhawk Dallas. Not to be confused with Sparrowhawk Houston yep. or Sparrowhawk Jacksonville. And that's a that's a big thing they got yeah, going, man. man. That it, is a big thing. Uh, I tell you, and they're doing it top notch. Very cool to see what they're doing in the aviation side of things. Um, but Joel Lapom hooked us up with a Canadian uh, Canadian connection. Yep. Um, there at the last training I was mm -hmm. at, and we plan on expanding pretty large in yep. that area. He's going to be distributing the software for us. So lots of big things coming, man. I'm excited about where we've come from and I'm excited about where we're going. Nah, man. It will. I can tell you immediately where we're going. Yeah. Seema, where are we going? Seema, Seema, Seema. Seema. That's right. We're going to see you there. That's right. Okay. Listen, that's enough talk about where we have, where we have been. Let's talk about people that are with us while we're going. That's right. You want to bring them on? Do we got to do the countdown? All right. Yeah. Boom. We I have a towel. All right. We have, oh, there we go. Joe Sway, Mike Rines. There's Desmond, Desmond. Monster Gibbs. Oh, no, there's my boy, Billy Smith. I see Billy at the bottom. Uh, who's in the middle? Is that Austin Burks? I see right there. Yes, sir. This cast. Oh, I see Tayton. Where's Tayton? <laughs> I don't know. I hadn't heard from him. I put it out there and I, and I never did hear back from no him. No go. No go on Tayton. I think he, he might be moving own. chops this week. Oh, did he get a new shop? Yes, he did. He's supposed Sweet. to. Sweet. Sweet. That's awesome, man. Good for him. He's got good things going out there. So who's in Florida? He didn't who, have a who? choice in this one, but it benefited him. I know that. Hey, tell me about it, Desmond. What's, what's been going yeah. on down there? Uh, finally back to work after that um, fluke of a hurricane. Yeah. It gave us nothing. I mean, I, I understand uh, Fort Walton or whoever it was. Got Fort hit Myers, pretty yeah. hard, but Fort Myers. Fort Myers, that's it. But uh, us, us here in Jacksonville, Orlando, Palm Coast, we're all good. Nice, hey, nice. Let's uh, before we get rolling here, why don't we pass yeah. the mic around and let everybody introduce themselves, like your name and their detail company, because we got people that are listening. We know you personally, of course, but uh, it, just a little intro, like who you are, you know, what you're about. 
go ahead and start with you, Mike, and we'll just move ourselves down the line. Mike Rines, uh, famously fresh detailing out of Warsaw, Indiana. Love it. Love it. Short, All right. short and sweet. Go yep. ahead. Desmond. Desmond. Uh, Desmond Gibbs with um, Red Top Detailing here in Jacksonville, Florida. Right on, right on. Mr. Mr. Billy there, sir. Detail Billy, Akron Pro Detail. I am the detail bookie ambassador. Yes, That's sir. Right. You got the leg to prove yeah. it, sir. Yeah, yeah, yes, sir. sir. <laughs> Mr. Burks. Austin Burks out of Georgetown, Indiana. And my hometown buddy, Joe Sway. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Enterprise representing here. Alabama hey guys, boy. It's Josue Martinez with uh, Josue's Mobile Detailing in Enterprise, Alabama. Right on. Nice. Alabama boy. Roll Tide or War Eagle? Uh, roll Tide. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll keep you on. Okay. Yeah. You, you can stay for the rest of the show now. Good call. All right. Listen, so uh, we had Billy Boggess on last week. I'm sure all of y'all seen it. And what we were talking about is what can potentially be the double-edged sword of social media. And I'm sure like most of you guys, um, I built my detailing business predominantly, well, started out on social media. And then, of course, word of mouth, you know, cre- um, customer interaction, all that stuff built it. But but we use social media as our main marketing tactic. So what we want to do is we're going to ask a question like, and pass the mic around just like we did with the intro and let you guys answer some of these. And it's going to be a lot of it's uh, – is there a bird? <laughs> It's gonna be. A, <laughs> uh, see, it's a party, guys. We can bring the birds in if we want. And um, and, and so we're gonna pass the mic around, and let you guys answer questions about these social medias, and you know, and then if, if one wants to respond to the other, you know, it's open mic, so we'll do it that way. You want to start it out, Ryan? Oh yeah. So uh, with my story of social media, or do I? Uh... No, we don't care about you. <laughs> okay, that's not it. So. We All don't right. care about your story. So <laughs> I want to know who's got a story about like a negative review. Let's say have, have any of you got what were we say? Yeah, what do we say? Any any of you got a bad review? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe that was unjustly uh, unjustly earned. Desmond, you said no, never. No, I, I have absolutely no bad reviews yet. Chris, no. Chris, if you're watching, fix that for us, buddy. Give him a bad review. <laughs> <laughs> Josue, yeah. anything? Uh, nothing yet. Oh, oh man. man, come on. Okay. Um, now, I can speak to another uh, detailer. Of course, they also use Detail Bookie uh, here in this area. They got a four, and the guy wrote in, in the review that, they did everything right. Everything was great, he but he five. just doesn't give five. Oh. <laughs> wow. That's terrible. He's like, I hate to think anybody thinks they're perfect. Right? <laughs> I've seen that. I've seen that. Now, is this uh, is, is this the lovely young lady that, that's in your area? I tried yeah. to get her on, too, Miss Veronica Valentine. I know that doesn't even sound like a real person, but she is, and, and I try to get her on. I don't know. I think she, I, you know, first I was telling me Ryan and her, I'm not sure. I think that's more than just a business <laughs> relationship. I hear a lot of chatter in the back back there. She, hey, she, she She's awesome, man. She's uh, 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 Detail Billy, bad reviews. You had to deal with one yet? Oh, yes. I've dealt with a few, but uh, recently we had a uh, woman – we explained to her, you know, the possibility of not getting all the dog hair out of a car, of course. And we turned the car on three or four times. Next thing I know is she goes out, starts a car, boom, dog hair in the face. She didn't like it very much. Gave us a bad review. But 
bad reviews bad review reviews are good it, it shows that your company is human and we do make mistakes uh-huh. we do make mistakes we're not perfect that's right that's right it's, it's how you respond it's an opportunity to respond that's it that now Absolutely. people can see what you are going to do if their detail is less than perfect what right. about uh what about burks you you got a bad review out there that you've had to deal with yeah i have one um so a woman booked online on my detail bookie um she booked an in-house appointment and then called me that day and wanted to know why we wasn't there to pick her car up. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I pick up cars, but I don't go across the oh. lines. Um, so I guess she booked it wrong, and she left me a one-star review. So ah, oh, man, I'm so happy he wasn't like she just dogged the booking site or something. <laughs> like, yeah, she just hated it. It's a terrible experience. Yeah. I'm like, uh, can we mute his mic, please? <laughs> no, so look, we had a bad review one time. Uh, we only had a couple of them in in the span here, but we had this guy, and uh, he had this uh, blue Toyota Tundra, and it was brand new. It was like a 21. You know, obviously, it's new at 21, and uh, he brings it in and he puts it in valet mode, so we don't like take it out or some shit, you know. And I'm like, okay, whatever, bro. Put it in valet mode. So he puts it in. And we parked it here. And this, this seems like a setup from day one, you know, from step one. And he's telling me about how picky he is and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, great. That's good. We like picky customers. We can we can please that. So we pull it around my shop, you know, around the parking lot here, pull it in the shop. We polish it. We coat it that evening. Um, the truck sits in my shop overnight, locked up. The next morning, we lay the top coat on it. We pull it around. It takes pictures out by our flagpole, and it backs into its pickup spot, just like every other vehicle on this lot does every day, right? Typical move. Guy picks it up, loves the detail. He leaves. Uh, A couple days later, he calls in, and he says, hey, I want to know who took my truck for a joyride. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's like, yeah, somebody unhooked the battery um and took it out of valet mode and took it joyriding and i'm like okay and and so i said well no problem dude let me just check the I said, no, no problem let me check the cameras i want to you know see what happened see if there's any you know reasonable explanation so i checked the cameras and of course what i just told y'all is exactly what happened we have we have 36 cameras here on my lot so that you know, nothing happens without me knowing about it and so i call him back and i'm like um, so I have camera footage of the truck the entire time. I'm happy to send it to you. I sped it up so you don't have to watch 24 hours of nothing. Um, you know, and you're more than welcome to watch it. And he's like, no, you know what else is I found compound under the hood, uh, you know, in the seam. And I'm like, okay, well, good news is if I would have popped that hood to unhook your battery, I'd have saw that compound and probably cleaned it up. So that good, that tells me the guys didn't pop the hood to take the battery <laughs> off. <laughs> oh, he got fucking pissed. He got, pissed. Like that? He got pissed, man. <laughs> <laughs> and so he gave us a bad review. I went on there and I responded. I said, listen, you know, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm still willing to work this out with this guy. Obviously, the truck never let up our lot. We offered up the video footage. He didn't really want to hear that. And I really felt like this guy came on this lot to do something. It was the weirdest thing because what he was saying was not explainable um, for for what you know what he what he was accusing us for. And so we explained it. And dude, now it's like the funny review on our thing. Right. You know, like it's like you know we're happy to show anybody footage of this truck. I kept it just for that reason. Like we're happy to show anybody footage of this truck sitting in my in my shop overnight. You know, so so bad reviews are a great opportunity, guys. Don't. Don't panic. And then there's also a study that shows on Google reviews, a 4.7 and a 4.8 is much more 
is much better than a yeah. five star because it's believable. That's right. Um, you know, customers will look at those reviews, and if it's all five star, it seems they could be like uh, yeah. fake, fake reviews. So a bad review doesn't end the world. It's not, you know, um, soul crushing bad news. It's just something you got to deal with. You know, yeah. try to catch them before they hit the review. You know, we all mess up. We all make a mistake, but try we try to catch that before it happens. So it doesn't sound like anybody's really had any negative impact on the the review side. But have you ever had anything in your your personal life that that ever spilled over into your business? Has there ever been anything that got aired out on social media that maybe shouldn't have necessarily been brought there? <laughs> Desmond, I, yes. Yes. <laughs> I was just wondering if Desmond's OnlyFans got out there during the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> the monster got loose. <laughs> look, look here, sir. I did. You know, I did OnlyFans before OnlyFans was a thing. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but now, like, actually. No, nope, I can't say anything um leak through because I'm I'm just as honest with my detailing as I yeah. am in my per my personal life. Right, right on. Josue, anything for you, buddy? I know you're you're always on the up and up. I've never seen a negative thing about your period ever, you know. I, I appreciate <laughs> that. Uh I can't think of anything at the moment, but oh we're gonna fix that too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What about you, Mr. Billy? Uh, I've been married three times, so there's always negative stuff going on about me, buddy. Right? <laughs> there, there we go. go. There you go, Dustin. It is what it is. <laughs> oh, man, nobody, nobody else. Nothing negative. Nothing's hit your hit the ground out there, and that you would have loved to have taken back or hit the rewind button on. No, I, I when I was uh, first on Facebook, I, I I would get in these detailed groups and argue with these guys and i just shortly learned you know it's just better just not say nothing even whether i'm right or wrong it doesn't matter it's not worth it and kind of stick my nose to the ground and mind my own business now so it's just easier yeah and and that's right i mean so when it happens it's inevitable listen i thought i was bulletproof years ago and i thought that my following uh my personal and local following was just like an army of pro dustin and they still are, but there's, you know, at some point something's going to happen. And I'll tell you, did I tell the Christmas story, the Christmas tree story last yeah, week? Yeah, you did. I did. Yeah, okay, well, I'll give you the fence story. I won't bore you to death with that one. I'll tell you the fence the story. This one's funny, too. I have a fence that runs around our six and a half acres of property here. And we had a hurricane blow through, so it's relevant, right? Mm -hmm. We had a hurricane blow through, and one of our buildings hit the fence and knocked a piece of it over. So we had to get out there the day the day of the hurricane and we took our building apart, put it back over the fence and we patched the fence in. Right. But it looked decent. It was just, a, you know, it's fence, but there's a neighborhood back here. And these aren't like, like high dollar houses back here. Don't, don't get this misconstrued. This is no golf course back here. It's not an HOA you know? no. issue. <laughs> no. So, and then I made this nice pretty banner and I hung it on the fence and I said, pardon our progress. New fence coming soon. So I did them a favor and I put this and I, and I was waiting on the insurance to tell me if it's going to cover my fence or not. And well, in the meantime, some you know, uh, what do they call you guys? Karen. Got your your uh, local groups. Ours yeah. is the Voices of Sarah Voices Land. Voices of Sarah Land, which is our city here. This Karen gets on there and she talks about how <laughs> shitty my fence looks and makes her house look bad, right? <laughs> and so I said nothing, and then there was like 
5,000 comments of my friends going by, taking pictures of her house and shit and saying like, you need to cut the grass. You need to take these bushes out. Like, and then they went on it. They started attacking her haircut. They're like, Dude, like you're going to have a haircut like that. You're making fun of his fence. Like, I was like, I had to stop it. I was like, Oh shit. I got to get in here and say something. So I get in there. I'm like, look guys, she's got a point. The fence, we need a new fence. Here's what's going on. We're going to pay for this piece out of pocket just because it may be such an eyesore. Blah, blah, blah. But please stop janking on the girl's haircut. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you ended up having to be the crowd control I, for you your know, old mom. So, so it happens. You know, <laughs> things on social media hit and people are entitled to their opinion. But you are also, you know, you also have the option of not responding. Right. And I do have another personal situation. I won't dig in deep. But this was one that I chose not to respond in. And I think that no response sometimes has more value. Than, than a response, because when you argue with someone that's obviously wrong or obviously lying, you give them credibility. You instantly give them like anybody watching said, well, there must be something of the truth here right. because he's even responding to this. But if you just don't respond and, and it makes that person really hard to keep going with this thing, this story, because like. Like if it doesn't get them what they want, this argument then it's was that the uncensored uh, that was voices. The, yeah, group. there was an uncensored group that they decided that my ex-wife decided to use as her platform to tell everybody that I was Pablo Escobar. And uh, I'm like, I would not be shooting not a bad this podcast, compliment, bud. Yeah, I was like, I would not be shooting this podcast right now, guys. I'm sorry. We saw our buddy uh, Sean Kozier. He had a message pop up. He got yeah. uh, he got a bad review, one star from another detailer that he got into uh, on Facebook. Yeah, and you know that just it, like like Billy said, you know, getting in these groups and arguing with these guys, it's like that's all they want, man. They just want somebody to respond. They ain't, they're bored. And they ain't got nothing else to do. So uh, leave them alone. <laughs> Let them argue with themselves. All right, what else you got, Ryan? Oh, man, the next one was yours. So. I, I like you asking the questions. All right, cool. So, uh, all right, then, uh, we're going to go with Mike on this one. Start out with him. So, Mike, um, can you tell us any solution that you might have already, you know, prepared for uh, for any kind of negative backlash? I mean, do you know how you would handle it? Uh, Hypothetical. I've, I've, had, I've had to deal with a lot of negative backlash from, you know, previous huh. career, but uh, – you know, customer service. I, I always just try to agree with the customer and try to, you know, decipher what the actual problem really is. Sure. If I can figure it out and it's something that we screwed up on, we're going to fix that. You know, if you know, it's something that maybe they faulted on, we got to find out how and why. And the, the, usually the best way to explain it to them is just kind of, you know, maybe kind of lob it out there a little bit. Like, well, you know, did you try this? Did you do this? You know, whatever we can do to help fizz out the situation is better than, you know, taking any kind of, you know, lashes or, you know, negative comments because at the end of the day, really want them to come back, you know? Yeah, a defensive approach is tough because you, you don't want to sound argumentative. You know, you mm -hmm. don't want to, you don't want to poke a fire that doesn't need to be stoked, you know? Mm-hmm. But you might not necessarily want to eat that particular shit sandwich if you know you did not it's have to making it. It's tough, know? man. The shit sandwich gets nasty sometimes. It does. But I but you gotta treat it it's just like in the restaurant industry. You know, yeah. you, the customer's usually always right, especially when it comes to food. You know, we're a luxury. Yeah, absolutely. Service. At some yeah. point they have to be right, right? Yep. Yep. See, I disagree on a little bit on that, on the fact that customer's not always right today in today's market, in my opinion. I have had to shut customers down and it happens quite more often than not. 
you know, I agree that, you know, customers should be right all the time, but sometimes you just got to let them know you're wrong. Right. No, I what agree a, with that too. Desmond, what's your, what's your take on that? The, the one thing that I do when, I mean, when I finish any detail, of course I'm mobile um, most of the time, of course. Uh, but when I finish any detail, I tell the customer if uh, there's anything that they think was missed uh, that should have been uh, hit, uh, let me know. Let me know. I don't care how big or small it is. I will come back out and fix it. Absolutely. Um, mm -hmm. However, I get these customers that, you know, want the world, like want my highest package, but only want to pay for the lowest package. And that's what they book. They book the lowest package. I come out and do that. And they think I should have given them extra. For those customers, I just uh, turn off all their marketing. They're no longer my customer. That's right. <laughs> that's right. It's an expectations uh, thing, you know. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I thought I had somebody just like you're you're oh. you're one of the newer guys, right? So so yeah. you um you've yeah, I mean you've been in it for, for a couple of years, but as far as the um I know I know getting into that market in enterprise, you know, there's so uh, from where we're from, it's a small community, it's mm -hmm. based off of a, a military base that's kind mm -hmm. of like you know in the center of these towns, and that's where all the business is coming from. And so you've got a very diverse group of people with yeah. military folks, it's not all just you know. Uh, right. Southern boys, like, yeah, yeah, that you would normally think of. So, how do you approach your marketing in that area? You know, um, I just kind of to approach the marketing since there's, uh, like you said, it's a military base, so there's a lot of people around. So, I just kind of have to, um, I have different packages that kind of cater to uh, different people's needs and just, um, and try and have the packages to be as descriptive as possible to figure out so they can figure out, excuse me, I can't talk today. <laughs> so they, so, so they know what they're getting and that way, you know, when they book it, uh, you know, they won't try and book my lowest package and, you know, expect, you know, a, right. Let's, let's talk, package. let's talk about that for a minute. Cause it's got brought up twice now expectations on packages, um, you know, in the check-in process, and that's what we call it, but when you, when you take on the job and you're walking over it with the customer before you start, you know, I think that the key is setting the expectations of the package that you're paying for before, before. you do the work, right? And mm -hmm. and I think that that's that, that proactive combat to mm -hmm. when then when they show back up and they were expecting, you know, uh, this and they got this that helps that conversation you're still going to get it you're still going to get some people that that know they're paying you know they're not paying for the service but they still expect it mm -hmm. um but is that kind of part of your process Josue? yes yes um so let's see when no, most of the time I, i'm mobile but today, uh -huh. uh, i have um i have a car um dropped off at the house but nice uh but most of the time, whenever I get there, uh, the customer's there. We, you know, go over the vehicle, look over mm -hmm. um, every bit of it, um, and then just tell, tell them, you know, this may come out. This will probably, uh, sure. however long it's been there, it will probably won't come out. But, uh, but yes, yeah, so I we try and go over as much of the vehicle as possible. So, you know, that kind of thing doesn't happen when they're like, you know, why didn't that come out? And, you know, so. Right. Again, setting those expectations. What you got there? Uh, so I, I already told this customer, um, he, he chose just a, a basic detail, uh, mm -hmm. which is cool, but I'm like, all this fadedness, I'm like, that's not coming out. Right. It's, it's going to be that way. Uh, but it, it's going to be clean, but it's not going to be, you yeah, know, as perfect as, you know, the video that I sent to him on another vehicle that I did. 
Yeah, I was like, yeah, that that via, that truck that I did, it was you know five hundred and fifty dollars. Right. Know, this is not even half that. Sure. Right. Sure. Yeah, you can't wash scratches off. You know, yeah. <laughs> Burks, what's your what's your uh, process there? You know, to to help prevent you know that that unexpected result. Like you guys said, um, set expectation, um, and then that gives you opportunity to upsell. Um, yes, so like absolutely. I had a customer come in with a truck that he's going to sell, um, and he was wanting to pretty much had some swirls and stuff in it. He's like, I want all that stuff going. So um, he said, you know, can you put anything on it like a glaze to, you know, pretty much hide it uh, so he could so he could sell it. Um, and then we ended up selling him on a one-step paint production. Nice. Um, so then, you know, in the long run, when the customer buys the car, they don't come back saying that, you know, all these scratches where they come from because, of course, the glaze is going to come off. Sure. So, um, always, you know, set the expectation. I learned that very early on. Um, I'm still, I think it's like month 14. I've been uh, in my in my shop, uh-huh. um, and I learned that in the beginning. I, I wasn't setting the expectation, um, and, you know, I learned that. Um, that's that's people, a hard lesson learned too. You no. know, you usually learn that because it costs you. Exactly. You, you no. know, you're fixing you're fixing stuff that you yep. knew wasn't included in the package. You wasn't you knew you weren't going to do, but the customer did not know that, and you yep. fix it to keep the customer happy. Yep. And but you go, okay, shit, that's not happening again. And yeah. and see, that's why that's why Austin is the uh, detailer of the year. Was that it or detail shop of the year? I can't. You were nominated for so many awards this past uh, <laughs> SDC. Look at that beautiful that's thing right, right there. Nice, dude. awesome. Awesome. Nice. Congratulations again. Detail bro. Billy, your check-in process. Now I, I know I know that you don't do them now. Is that right? Is it your is it your daughter? Yeah, Stephanie handles all that. And so she does the thorough check-in to make sure that we're setting expectations. That is that right? Most certainly. If she has a question, she'll come grab me, but she's got it down to a science. We use detail bookie a little different than most people. Mm-hmm. We actually go out with detail bookie on our iPads and that way the customer can see it. It's a lot easier for us to upsell then. Mm-hmm. So when we do that, we generally, I'd say probably a good 80% of the time, she's upselling all the time. Yep. So because our pace, our packages are pretty basic. That way I can upsell, you know, enhance or whatever. Yeah, and they build that invoice, right? They're not getting sticker shock. You know, it doesn't just start out at a thousand bucks. You know, right, the detail right. starts out at. 175 or 225 or whatever just say you know speaking to the exterior now we can add the engine bay now we can add the headlights like a la carte absolutely and it gives them the chance to build their invoice so when they get to the bottom of it it's like things they've chosen to raise the price and they're not like holy shit why is it a thousand dollars what's a thousand dollars because you went down the you know you you added these things on as we were talking about it and you wanted Mm -hmm. it done and now they're happy about it i'm sorry uh uh ethan is there somebody else in the waiting room over there put them on in yeah drop them in uh, there he is. Uh, there he is. Uh, there he is. What's, what's up, Tayton? Hey, <laughs> All right, so we made everybody introduce themselves. Go ahead, Tayton. Uh, I'm Tayton Trout. I own Trout Detailing. Uh, Where are you from? Colorado, Fort Morgan, oh. Colorado. Sweet. And you just uh, acquired a new shop, is that right? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm packing everything up in this one nice uh, i'm gonna be moving my stuff over there but i won't be able to work out of this other one until probably november so 
Sure. Get it nice and set up. Well, and... It gives you an opportunity, man. Mm -hmm. it gives you an yeah. opportunity to get it right. Yeah. Right on, man. So, well... <laughs> yeah, I'm going to keep passing the questions around, uh, Tate. We're just we're, we're passing the mic. We're asking a question, passing the mic. Um, this next question I want to ask um, because we do things a little differently um, than most the way that we handle our social media and our marketing. Um, but since we're on the, that the, on that conversation, do any of you guys, how do you guys, if you handle it in-house, you know, how do you handle your marketing or are you outsourcing it? And more specifically social media. I mean, we don't want to get deep into like Google ads and email campaigns. We're really talking about your social media presence. You forgot to pass the mic. Oh, Mike, go ahead. Uh, I do a lot of my own. Um, okay. A lot of the flyers and stuff that I post, there's something that I've made. Yep. Um, that just come, I literally, to be a sales rep for Anheuser-Busch, you literally had to attend oh, their college. Yeah. So, and you had to study your, your main course was sales and marketing. Mm. So I kind of took what I learned from that and switched it over for detailing. It seems to be beneficial so far, um, as far as the way that I'm able to market, you know, specials or packages or, you know, just a overall presence, you know, I've got something that looks good, that looks professional that I can post and I'm still working on the, you know, the actual post itself. Uh, there's so many different ways to post online, but right. there is, there is. Um, I start with that. So how many posts uh, a week are you say putting out on your social media? Is it one a day? Or are you trying to post? Or are you just like wait till once a week and just bomb it? No, I try to do, I try to do one a day, but yeah. sometimes it's sporadic. It's tough. Um, sometimes it can be three in one day and, you know, two the next day or whatever. But, you know, I still try to make an effort to try to get, you know, five, six, seven, eight things posted online a week. Yeah. Nice. Desmond, what about you? How do are you, do you handle your own social media? Yeah. So I actually, I use uh, Loomly uh, to, you know, automate my, my post. Uh, yeah. So I, like yesterday, I think I put out uh, maybe seven or eight posts on mm -hmm. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, mm -hmm. and Google My Business, all about, nice. you know, flooded vehicles. Uh, today, I don't, ah, what's that? Flooded vehicles. That's that's smart. I mean, yeah. obviously you are dealing yeah. with a hurricane, yeah. so not trying to capitalize on on people's misfortune, but it's a, it's a service that has to be provided, right? right? This is yeah. this is a service it, that's exactly. got to be done. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. But generally, I I will uh, I'll put put out um, three posts every day, uh, Monday through Sunday, oh. and I've I've been getting a lot of business. I mean, not necessarily from the post, but it's boosting my Google My Business just by posting yeah. that much. That's right. Nice. Okay. Building your online presence. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Billy, how about you? Um, we post three times a day. Miss Vandy is the one that handles our social media now. Um, me and Stephanie are in shop doing photos and stuff like that. Um, we were outsourcing it, but uh, we brought it back in house and we are busier than ever because of it. So it's just, yeah. I think we're, we're adding something that, was missing with outsourcing it. I'm a family owned business, so we have a more personal touch. Yep. Some of our photos are a little, a little better in my opinion on the aspect of what we're capturing because we know what we like because it's our business. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely helped out a lot. So that's what we do. What about you, Austin? Um, I do all of my own. So most of my stuff is just Facebook. Um, and then Google my business and word of mouth. Um, but, you know, like um, what Sam was saying, I make all my own flyers and 
stuff yeah. like that. Um, but uh, we're stepping it up, and I'm waiting on my call from the guys over at Detailers Roadmap, and uh, we're going to go the next level with that. Mm-hmm. That's a yeah, big, good, good, good choice. Yeah, Chris is a good friend of ours yeah. and a personal friend of mine. And if he was here uh, right now, I'd uh, purge him. Oh, we'd, we'd can his ass right now. <laughs> purge, immediately, we would purge him. Yeah. He, he yeah, just, we almost purged you just just for mentioning his name. Yeah. Like, that's how close we are. You know, we fucking do. We're, you're out. Bam. Love Detailers Roadmap. There are buddies. Chris in a second. There are buddies, man. We love them to death. What about you, Joe Sweat? I think I actually uh, made, I the- made it through the, tw- the purge twi- twice. Uh, you're a survivor. <laughs> you're a survivor. Uh, I handle a lot of my, I handle a lot of my social media, particularly on Facebook. Uh, mm-hmm. But I do have, I, I am having somebody uh, making, uh, handle, uh, handling all that in the near future. Nice. Uh, so they, uh, but I do have, uh, they, they just made accounts on, uh, on several different things like Facebook, Instagram, so Twitter, yeah, and all. You're expanding to other platforms. So, yeah. Yes. So I'm just trying to. So trying to, but I mainly do Facebook. Um, I handle the Facebook side, but they handle everything else. And so I've definitely been watching the progress you've been making, you know, with those posts and, you know, the photos have just keep getting better and better and yeah. better. So uh, I, I'm loving it, man. Yeah, you're definitely killing it there. I appreciate it. Thank you. What about you, Tayton? Uh, I've been handling a lot of my stuff on my own. I've been having Mike make me some flyers here and there. I'm not. Sweet. I'm not the best when it comes to creating stuff like that. Actually, uh, Madison's helped me out quite a bit in the past. I use you guys, Dustin, yeah. Uh, yeah. strategies. So hopefully sooner or later I can bring Oh, man, that's uh, – listen, it's, you know, it doesn't matter, like, you know, who you use. My the whole side. point is – oh, hey, back. Yeah, and and you know, so so I can definitely speak to that. If if I designed some shit, like he would be like, "What the fuck is that?" Like, so what? Did, how, who do you use? Um, so, so I, we've always done our own marketing. Here's the thing about it: is I've always brought somebody in to do it, and it started as my sister-in-law, um, you know, doing the pictures. And I had a really funny uh, look on this. This was years ago, but um, I used to every car. I wanted every vehicle. A, bef- a string of before and afters on every single one of them. I didn't care what we did to it. Like, so we were posting seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve times a day. We were spamming the hell out of Facebook. I mean, <laughs> I, I, you know what? And I would lose my mind if we missed one. Like, oh, and did this, I did this for years, you know? And I thought that more was better, especially in the social media aspect. And then as I started hiring professionals, um, to, to take over that, you know, obviously I was no marketing professional. I just knew what worked. I thought what was the, what was the first piece of advice you received from your professional marketing? Stop posting seven to 10 times, to 12 <laughs> times a day. <laughs> and I'm like, but I want, I don't want to stop. <laughs> and so it took them a while to convince me of it. It really did. Like I fought that shit hand over fist. And I was like, no, no, we're posting. And, uh, Madison's, I'm sure she's watching right now. And yeah. she's like, Dustin, you got to stop. She's like, let's, let's take a more targeted let's, approach to it. Yeah. I remember. And, let's find one yeah. picture and make it great yeah. and then let's post that instead of well and it's you know it's quality over quantity yeah. and and it matters there too and you know so so the guys that are making you know the post and and all it definitely quality is is better you get better engagement and um promote yeah so Joel Palm's dropping in here most important <laughs> That's the truth. That is the truth. And the thing about this is building relationships. You know, when you're, it's not making the, so this is a, a conversation that we've had with detail bookie, but I also have with my sales team for the detail 
is this is not about making a dollar. It's about building relationships. And you do that through conversations with customers and, and you make sure that that relationship's kindled and it starts well. So, you know, absolutely, you know, but we use our social media as the window into our store. So if you're, you know, if you're not driving by here, but you're scrolling on your phone, you can see in here and see what we do or see what we sell. And so social media is a big impact. And now we've expanded to, uh, to open up Bay shore, which is the marketing company that I own. But we did that because I wanted to continue to grow that end. And I wanted to do bigger and better things for easy and, and detail booking, but I couldn't afford the payroll unless we took on some other clients. And that's why we created Bay shore. It wasn't like I woke up and just wanted to own a marketing firm. I wanted to do, I, I wanted to do bigger things for this company and knew that we needed to, in order to do that, we needed to expand and help other people grow as well. And that's what we've done. And Tayton's been a customer. There's been a few of you guys that's been customers of ours or continues continue to be. And, and, you know, and we appreciate that and we want to help any way we can short term, long term, whatever. That's, you know, that's the whole goal. Oh, I love having my own personal marketing person. Careful. Uh, Brooke is my BSB. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, she, uh... <laughs> now, look now I had to settle it down a little bit. They got, they, they were button heads for a minute because, because Ryan don't know how to shut his mouth. I'm the most important customer, man. Come on. Like, you know, build, building your business off of, you know. Yeah. No, they yeah. uh, they, they do a great job. I mean, we're, job. They, we're very respectful of that. But, um, what do you got, buddy? Huh? Uh, Ethan's over here making oh. signals. Oh, look at that. Wow, the man. <laughs> All right, guys. So, listen. Uh, now that Billy has joined us, we're actually, um, so we we kind of made this an MVP party. Really what it is, it's an intervention for Billy Bogus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we, we really thought that after Friday, a uh, podcast was such a hit, man. Billy, we knew you was going to get off social media. We knew that that was it for you. We thought that that was like, you know. That, He's uh, rolling up the sleeves. We're in trouble. So, tell hey. tell us how, how have you been hang, handling negativity these days, Billy? As yeah, I've been to. struggling because uh, Carlos Gallas sent me some Two bottles of whiskey for my birthday, and I, I got saw it. Yeah, I saw it. <laughs> it took me in my ass last night. I got this one. I'm like, I got to work. All right, guys. Man, uh, <laughs> negativity. Don't pay attention to it. If you're focused on your goals, don't worry about what they're saying. So, anytime that you're doing something big, there's always going to be somebody that ain't doing things big that like to hate on you because people who are doing big things don't have time to hate. They don't have that their heart to hate. The energy, uh -huh. yeah, that's right. Hey, quick question: We ask everybody if they were handling their own social media, their own marketing. Billy, is that something that you do uh, on your own? Do you handle your own posting and stuff? Funny, I'm late because I was on a conference call earlier, and uh, that's the next thing I want to do is hire somebody to do my social media because I don't want to do it. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough, and and as you grow, that's one of the things that you can't offer. The the hard part, and I think Billy Smith experienced this, is getting your message that you want conveyed to the person that's supposed to, to 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 spread that on social media so the resistance to let go of that is big because you want to make sure that the message that you that you want sending is getting conveyed and 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 billy kind of uh, you know he he mentioned that earlier and i watched him i mean i watched his social media change and then i've watched it change back and you know it's it's, it's what it's all about what works for you well, we had that podcast the other day, and I said, you know, I have to, I have to break the personal connection. I've been deplatformed. And, and yeah. first of all, why does Billy Smith look like the only guy not working? <laughs> <laughs> because he's probably the only guy not working. <laughs> it's now, Friday. Yeah. If you get deplatformed and you use, you know, you lose years of content that you created, uh, it does change things and it, it breaks that personal connection. So most of the people on this podcast now, I know you personally. Mm -hmm. um, I think, uh, with the parameters we have to work in with social media, 
there are certain things you I used to post guns all the time. You know, I yep. like guns, right? Can't post them anymore. So it really does kind of break that connection. So I have a question. It's not written down. What do we do? This is a, this is something that I'm really thinking a lot about is what do we do when social media decides they want to filter us so much that we can't advertise our businesses or or the marketing dollars have caught up with radio and TV and now it's too expensive to use. What would you say? We'll pass the mic again. What would you think would be that next platform or that next available opportunity? Do we go back to TV radio? Do we go forward into some new unknown the digital uh digital uh signs uh, billboards billboards, that's yeah so mike what would you do flip the switch tomorrow no facebook no instagram no youtube what do you do i go right to billboards there you go billboards right to billboards yeah absolutely don't believe i got one yard signs around where i'm at it's not illegal to put yard signs up like on the sides of the road and stuff people do it every day it's so funny. So he said it's not illegal. Listen, where I'm from, like they, they have like the biggest sign rule book in the world, and I have broken every single rule <laughs> there is in that book. And that poor sign police guy, he came up here for the first few years I was at this property. He's like, dude, he would come up, and I was like, I'll buy you lunch, man. Just tell me what I did wrong. <laughs> what like we're the banner? You know, you can't hang the banner from the fence. You can only do it on stakes on Monday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You know, it's all this dumb shit, you know. And I'm like, dude, I'm just trying to survive, man. I'm trying to survive. That's, That's it. Hilarious, man. All right. What about you, Desmond? Desmond? Where you going? Social media is gone. I, well, I I hear of course that Google My Business is uh, changing uh, right now. Where yes. um, those of us that are mobile. Uh, it's going to be really hard for us to rank at all. Uh, so I've actually switched over. Well, I mean, not, not really switched, but I started sending out our flyers through EDDM. And mm-hmm. it said that, you know, you get about 4% return on that, like 4% contact out of that. Sure. I'm sitting at about 12, 12 13%. Wow. It's absolutely nice. amazing. But I mean, I, I don't just do guys, that. I. But, go ahead. The guys that don't know what that is, tell, tell them what that is. EDDM. Um, EDDM is every door direct mailer. So you Got you it. print up a bunch of postcards and send them out to Ship everybody out. in a zip code. I mean, they, yeah, they, sure. they're delivered to every single house or business in that zip code Ooh. or whatever, or on that route. And these, these people, like I've gotten four calls since we've been on the phone. <laughs> or, Tra- on traditional style marketing. Yeah. Traditional marketing. All right, Joe Sway, what you got, buddy? Uh, what you doing if Facebook shuts down uh, tomorrow? Uh, uh, well, I mean, I, I agree. I mean, I think uh, having a uh, going, uh, I agree with going into the community, uh, making a bunch of yard signs, doing a bunch of uh, billboards, trying, I mean, trying uh, posters, anything really. Sorry about that, Joe. Wait, is that you, Titan? You no, that no I'm muted. No, no, it's up. It's up. I muted myself. I had to go grab a phone charger. My bad. Yeah, no, no worries. No worries. So just way again, just just to circle back. So you're you're talking about traditional methods, you know, print, only mm-hmm. boots on the ground style, building relationships. Burks, what you doing, buddy? Um, like Miss Vandy said, getting out in the community, car shows, door to door, yard signs. I mean, just everything you can um, to to get the word out there. Yep. Billy, you were shaking your head when he was talking about the mailers. What what's your thoughts on that? Only fans. Billy Smith. I was a Smith over there. Was <laughs> same he, answer. Only fans. I, yeah. <laughs> Monster. 
I, I, I wasn't shaking my head to that. I was shaking my head to something else, something that caught my eye. Uh, no, I'm, I'm texting Billy on the side. Nobody knows that. <laughs> oh, shit, I feel left out. Am I not in the group? <laughs> Tate, what's up with you, buddy? Where are you going? No social uh, media. Probably same with what Vandy said, trying to get out into the community or even on the radio or something. Um, recently, I've been trying to get in good with like the local police department, fire department. There you go. Um, trying to get in with the schools just because teachers, police officers, everything like that. Yeah. Uh, I know uh, Joel Lapalm always recommends real estate agents, and it makes a lot of sense. They see a lot of people. So just, mm -hmm. you know, when you know, you're building relationships. All right, uh, uh, Billy, Bias, you know, which, which BNI, you BNI is another uh, good good one, to be, yes, honest, it is. to be honest. Yep. Bogus, what you doing? Building a stage and a bullhorn? What are we doing? I think, well, I think it's different from details of product manufacturers. Like different, I couldn't put yard signs out. That wouldn't do me right. any good. No. Makes sense. I think um, I, what I really think is this, guys. I think just uh, if you see the social media platform, American Detailer Garage, hey, we have this product, whatever. That's all, pretty much all you're going to see until late at night. Yeah. But I think going to events, Mobile Tech, perhaps SEMA, SDC, where you get to really know these people. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's the best core uh, of action for me. No, I've it been is. setting up at a lot of car shows lately. Car shows are huge. Boat shows. I mean, boat shows put us on the map mm -hmm. uh, years and years ago. Uh, we, we did all the boat shows, set up a little 10 by 10 and just talk to people. And again, it all goes back to building relationships, right? You know, yep. and we, you know, it, it's so even with social media, that's not what's building the business. You're using that as the window into your store, but the customer still got to come in and still got to interact. So you just got to find a way to get your voice back out there and build those relationships. And Dustin, you guys are set off a little bit from the road. So not only do you have to get their attention, but you got to get them. In. How do you get them in the door? Yeah, you, you don't, do to you don't drive by my shop and have any clue that we have a retail store, that we have a detailing business here. Um, I mean, you just don't. Uh, it's six and a half acres and we're on the backside of it. It's storage, uh, boat and RV storage here. So I have used social media and built, you know, and built that. So, I mean, well, let's talk about the other businesses. They got the foot traffic in here yeah, when so, you weren't getting foot traffic. Yeah. So the storage business um, helped. Um, we, we also included an iPhone repair guy yep. in our store and we knew that that generated a lot of foot traffic. And U-Haul, U -haul, I had U-Haul in here, um, and I've even yeah. sold bait. I owned bait. Hair care and tire center. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was, right? You know, and I sold Christmas trees, Christmas too. Trees yeah, I sold Christmas trees, too. You did now, do that. That's we do what you got to do, right? We had bills to pay. And and so whatever yep. it takes to bring people in the door, I don't care if Facebook shows up. Like, I don't, I don't, Facebook don't pay my bills, right. okay? Dustin Jackson uh -huh. pays my bills. That and our team. Um, so, so if Facebook goes down tomorrow, we're moving. We're still moving. Just like when COVID happened, they said you got to shut your doors. Yeah, you know, we'll shut them, but we're not shutting down. You know, we're not shutting down. We're gonna keep. We're gonna keep going and keep moving, and that's just what we do. So. Yeah, we had a policy on masks here. Um, it yeah. was if you want to go ahead. It's you it's, know, it's it, your prerogative, man. We'll make and fun of you if you do, but you know, no, it's no. you know that. Listen, everybody had their own take, and I know. I mean, even like Detail Billy fought a hard battle with COVID, yeah. and it, it was real. Mm -hmm. But we couldn't afford to shut our company down because of it. We had to just take the measures that we felt like were safe for our employees and customers. And that's what we did, you know? So what else you got, Ryan? No, you got oh, oh, okay. I, I, love, no, I love it when it gets quiet and Dustin looks at me. Yeah. Uh, no, so. Because <laughs> Ryan about, don't like a quiet room. No, I did. Very, <laughs> he gets awkward as hell. I do. <laughs> so now listen, so uh, how do you get your content? Um, so. 
we talked about kind of, you know, you were doing your flyers and every, you know, that's then you're helping even Tayton out with that too. So it looks like guys, if you're in the market for flyers, that Mike Rhines is the man to, yeah. to contact. Oh, yeah, let's, let's post his number to the, to the bottom of the thread there and uh, make sure that everybody knows. He probably make logos too. I don't know. Get a bunch of logos, you know. No, I, I mean, I made my own, but I'm, so, gathering content. I'm not full scale graphics here. Gathering content. We're talking about photos and videos. I mean, if you're a one man show, how do you do it what are you doing mike say what was the question oh, if you if you're getting your own content it's tough sometimes right <laughs> taking the video taking yeah. the photos any tricks of the trade how are you gathering content if you're not hiring somebody to come in there and take pictures of you well so i mean i i know multiple uh photographers videographers uh, one of them is a good friend of mine um but for the time being I just, I, I got to stop what I'm doing, you know, whether it's a quick 50, 50 shot or, sure. you know, just a, a, a picture down the side of it, something. Yep. Uh, I just grab the picture, you know, I either snap it on my phone or my iPad, whatever I've got close to me. Um, just try to get the picture. And, you know, if I got to pull it out and do a sun check, that's a good time to grab a picture too. So That's right. So yeah. making a conscious effort to stop and take the picture. And I know yeah. every detailer here has done one. It's like, son of a gun. I forgot to get the befores. And it's one of the yep. most beautiful jobs you've laid down. And it's like, fuck, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like with Desmond. So you're out there by yourself. I don't mean to jump in the middle of this guys real quick. I'm so sorry. Come on, uh, I have to step out for a minute. My apparel guy is going to be here in like five minutes. I wear a size large. Yeah, I was so all, say, all the extra large, bud. Yeah, be here in just a second. So, yeah, we only yeah, charge you a shirt for stepping out of our podcast. Yeah, you guys, can, you guys can be for a minute, Dustin. I'll come back. We'll be here. Hang, yeah, yeah. Just we can drop you in the waiting room. We'll let you back in when you're there, or okay, just brother. hang there. Yeah. Okay, uh, Desmond, what you doing, buddy? How you getting your content? Um. Well, I I had um had an incident with a customer. Um, an insurance uh, company um hired me to do something with the the top of his truck, and he said that you know by me leaning up of his truck on top of his truck, I put two dents. So with that, I never forget to take a ton of pictures of before. I always forget after yep. pictures, but yeah. <laughs> the before pictures yep. are there. Again, that's lessons learned because they I actually I use money. um what is yes. it? Exactly. Uh -oh. But I use um video leap, I think, to make uh, make all these stupid little videos for Facebook and Instagram whatever. Right on. Uh, Josue, I know we had, uh, when you first got on the software, uh, one of the pieces of advice that we kind of, you know, I, I kind of tossed you just to see if, um, you know, what kind of results we got. And I was like, man, you got to show people who you are doing the work. Uh, how did that, I mean, tell us about that first post and the, the engagement that you got there. Um, let's see. I posted a picture of me touching the car and my, uh, my general my general uh, like reach would be like two, like two to three, maybe four hundred people, like um, people, and then it went from that to like twelve hundred. I mean, it was like wow. overnight. I mean, <laughs> like, they like overnight. Touching... It went from like four hundred to twelve hundred, and then people were, and then I had like, uh, it went from like maybe one share to like you know eight or nine. So I mean, just uh, people, people really like that, and like so. Uh, just a little backstory, like uh, from for my wedding, I had uh, one of the uh, one of my clients was actually doing the videography for it, and so mm -hmm. in like in exchange, like he actually gave me um, some stands that I can actually 
uh, and some go. light stands nice. to be able to do that, um, to take, you know, photos and videos that, um, just with my phone and everything. Cause you're so, a one man show. It's, it's just, yeah, you out so, there. so, so sometimes I would have to take a few minutes to, you know, set it up, but you know, just to make that quick video and then it just really, but showing the, you know, showing the, showing you doing the work really has just, um, increased the, like the insights and everything on the, on the yeah, post. that's what he means by touching the, the yeah. touching the vehicle you know it's like just showing you doing the work yeah yeah the personal aspect of it yeah he wasn't just sitting there i was like it literally was just <laughs> your finger touching you know, like, I'm gonna try this shit. yeah <laughs> and i think that was my my, my words when i was like yeah, you just, gotta see show you so touching you the car it. yeah yeah, yeah burks burks how are you getting your content um i take all my pictures um i have i do have a photographer that comes and takes pictures of select cars uh yeah. more high-end stuff um, and then I do some trade work for him on that. But other than that, I take all my pictures, um, befores and afters are huge. I have a lot of people say, um, they come to me because they can see, I take pride in my work That's by right. my before and after pictures. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's personal. So when you post the before and after pictures, people relate to things that they understand. And if their vehicle looks similar to what you just posted, similar condition, similar style, they relate to that post and say, oh, mine can look like that. Yep. And that was my thought process behind posting every single car we did. I'm like, well, I'm not going to leave anything to chance. I'm going to have every vehicle that was ever made <laughs> that we've ever detailed on my Facebook feed. That's great. <laughs> and we did. Detail Billy, you do something different. You actually take pictures. You get your content and you share it with the uh, um, dealerships, right? Correct. So how do y'all? How does that work? Oh, that's um, genius. Um, we actually do. Uh, we have seven accounts that we do uh, photos for. Actually, that there we uh, have a photo booth inside of our shop that uh, we built for our dealers that actually take all the photos for the dealers that they put online. So, but I'm also blessed because I have Stephanie, who's the TikTok queen. She's around taking pictures, video, small videos. So it's just me and her all day long doing that and stuff like that. Sure, sure. How about you, Tate? Uh, I've been really bad at taking before pictures. I always forget before pictures, but I'm always getting after pictures, and that's mainly what I'm posting. Um, one thing I heard from you, Dustin, was you market what you want to detail. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been, if you look at my Facebook page, I mean, I have an interior thrown in there every now and then, but I'm mainly trying to market like, uh, like my coatings or. Yeah. The stuff that you want to grow, like that. that side of the business yeah. you want to grow. And it makes sense yeah. because if people relate to your post and because that's what they're, the situation that they're in. If I'm posting minivans and interiors and muddy trucks, guess what I'm going to get? Minivans, oh, interiors, and muddy trucks. Yep. And, yep. you know, I did something real stupid. I'm sure most of y'all know this, but I did a, I'm going to give a detail to the dirtiest vehicle uh, post one day. And I did this for engagement. Like it had, it had thought behind it, right? I was like, you know, let's post pictures of the dirtiest vehicle and I'll award the dirtiest one a free detail. And man, that was like stupidest thing I could have ever done in my entire life. Because not only did I have to do a free detail on this like mud ridden truck, like then guess what I was detailing for like the next six months, like wood trucks, <laughs> like, <laughs> like shit, why did I do that? Oh man. <laughs> yeah, That's my great shop time, like though. a mud pit out back where we were just <laughs> pressure washing down and, and then the mud would flood. Oh, it's awful. It was awful. So if you ever get the chance to do that, pass. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, well, man. Cool, man. So, listen, guys, I, we're going to have to wrap it up. We're kind of getting, you know, into that. We want to end, though. Uh, uh, let's take more photos of the shirt off. I got you, Drake. Oh. <laughs> I think you need to take more pictures of you polishing pontoons. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Drake, since you're watching, dude, I've no shit. Listen, I have a pontoon here that we've been working on now for four days. <laughs> I thought you said you I did never... not take my own advice. I, I this guy roped me into this thing. It was a brand new pontoon boat. I had shark hide that fell from the factory. The factory called me. They say, Hey, can you do this? I'm like, Oh. No, yes, I'll do it. Four days later, this pontoon still in my shop. I'm still cussing about it. Again, I will not do any more pontoons. <laughs> For the 586th time, I will not do any more pontoons. That's the All right, guys, listen, though. SEMA, want to talk about SEMA. Who's going? What you doing when you get there? Pass them around. Mike, what you got? Uh, I was I was trying to go. Me and Tayton, were gonna, we were going to tackle yes. that trip together. Uh, but, you know, with him getting a new shop, uh, sure. up my way detailing's been slow luckily i've got other avenues that keep revenue flowing but uh right now we're at least me personally i don't know about you Tayton, but i'm focused on mobile tech nice mobile yeah. tech is that what you said yep okay yep. great great yeah yeah and if you're not going to SEMA, are you going to the you know mobile tech or sdc that kind of sum yep. it all up desmond what you doing buddy uh-oh uh -oh. you're muted Hold on, Desmond, you muted. Uh, no, so, I started over. So, <laughs> so yeah, uh, I will not be at SEMA. I have a um, veteran camping trip that weekend. Uh, yeah. So that's more important to me. But um, <laughs> I will see you guys at Mobile Tech for sure. Hold on. Sure. Are you going to be taking the party bus? <laughs> no, I'm just taking my... My little toy hauler, not, yeah, not no, the bus. Desmond's it's party, a, yeah. a party bus, stripper pole. I think it's got a shagging wagon. Yeah, it's got a it's hot tub. <laughs> Three-man hot tub. Hey, by the way, I noticed the pink shirt, um, bro. Big fan. Um, we are doing a huge breast cancer um, drive uh, for um, – well, I can't let the – so we're doing this big fundraiser for uh, someone local in our community oh. and for breast cancer, and we got the girl, the guy's pink shirt. Actually, all the staff's going to have pink yeah. shirts to wear on Friday, so – Cool that you're supporting that. Love it, man. All right. Uh, Just wait. Just wait. You it's gonna... weird with, the, with this shirt, though. Um, hold on a second. With, with this shirt, this was one of the first shirts that I made um, for my company. Yep. And, yeah, I tried to go to Amazon and get the little the vinyl cutter and all that and the heat press. And yeah. it was way too much work. I made this shirt, and I was like, you know what? I'm not doing it anymore. <laughs> so you got all the equipment made, that shirt, and then you were done. <laughs> Yep, nice. sent it all back to Amazon. Okay. Uh, well, hey, the shirt looks great, man. Yeah. Jose, you going to uh are you going to SEMA or are you gonna come uh, check us out down at uh Mobile Tech Expo, maybe? Uh yeah, I'm gonna try and make it to Mobile Tech. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to go to SEMA, but sure. definitely sure. definitely will you know at least try to make uh to, to attend something. Mobile tech's good. Mobile takes yeah. a good one. And also, we're going to be doing a training. We're going to be doing a few training. We're fixing to step it back up at my shop. We've done a, quite a few here, but we're going to be we're going to be adding to it pretty significantly. Me and Billy Smith talked at length at this. And so, uh, Josue, we'll make sure you're right up in, you're in my backyard up here. So we'll make sure that uh, that you know about these trainings as well. Trainings, you know, and it's going to be a little bit more involved in that, but I'll, we'll talk about it. Okay. Austin Burks. No, I will not be there. It's my son's birthday, but I will be at Mobile Tech. Tell him happy birthday when we get there. Yeah. All right, Billy Smith, tell us what you doing. You hanging out with me? Yes, sir. We will be at SEMA. We will be in the Detail Bookie booth with IGL and Detail Bookie. Yeah. Um, MTE, SDC. Um, Dustin and I will be doing 
quite a bit more training throughout the rest of the year and next year. Watch out. We are going to kick butt. That's right. That's right. All right, Tate, and we, we kind of heard it from uh, Mike, but what you what you going, buddy? What you doing? Uh, I really, really wanted to make it to SEMA. Uh, my girlfriend was kind of pissed off at me for wanting to go to SEMA. Hey, she can come with us. Yeah, well, she just I told her. I told her. Yeah. Well, our four-year <laughs> anniversary is on November 4th. And I told her, I was like, because she has school the beginning yeah. of the week, and I was like, I'll fly you out the end of the week. You know, we'll spend an extra couple of days in Vegas, but – could. With moving shop and everything, it's, I mean, that's pretty expensive. That's a bit expensive. So, yeah. Yeah. But it's priorities, uh, man. It's priorities. I'm really, I'm planning on uh, MTE and SDC for sure. Uh, and you gotta be, next year. Yeah, you got to be at MTE, man. We're going to have to do the dinner again. And you guys, y'all came and hung out with us a few times. That was a lot of fun seeing uh, you. Uh, so, yeah, go, Desmond, do you have something? What is Desmond? Just no more tequila for me next time. And let's keep my bar tab. 200. Uh-oh, we're losing it. Hey, I think you made the party so, beforehand. I didn't see you. Listen, <laughs> look, man, we've all been been guilty of uh, of going a little too hard at these events and then had to get up. Let me tell you the worst freaking thing. The worst one was SDC two years ago. Joel Tong? Yeah. And we went <laughs> to the party? IGL party that night. And then so I had a training at 8 a.m. the next morning. And, like, we dude, we got on this peanut butter whiskey. And, dude, it was just, like, nonstop. And I don't know what happened. I slept on the couch. Are you like, sure that didn't happen this year? It happened this year. Too. <laughs> I don't when know it who little... it was at the IGL party. With. I asked for. I literally. I just asked for a little bit of that peanut butter whiskey, and they gave me a whole glass. I was they don't like, come in what little bits. What am I going to do with that? No, they don't come in little bits, dude. They come around no. shot after shot after shot. It's brutal, but you know what? They throw a hell of a party. And Joel just said we're going to have another huge party at MTE. Those guys are awesome. I mean, he's a buddy of mine, but you know. Like just it doesn't get any better. Um, so dusting off the dabs, you know. Listen, yeah, right. Handle that one. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, guys, we want to give a shout out to you, man. We appreciate y'all jumping in here. This is fun, um, you know, taking time out of your day to to chat it up with us. The, the people that watch this get a ton of value hearing different, um, you know, perspectives of different ways that we solve problems because we all are faced with similar problems, but we have different ways that we execute the solution. So appreciate y'all coming in yep. here talking to us. Appreciate your support within the software because without you guys, there would be no podcast. Right. There would be no software. And, uh, you know, it, we really owe it all to you guys. And thank y'all for your loyalty and business and all of that good stuff. Y'all are why we're here, man. And, and right. just looking at you guys, I'm like, yeah, man, that's my team right there. Look at these guys. <laughs> that's cool. I mean, that's cool. We really, just, really appreciate y'all on a personal level. It is not business. It is personal. Yep. And do want to thank you. And, and uh, Desmond down there, y'all stay safe, buddy. If y'all need anything. Uh, or anybody else down in Florida that that that's suffering through the through the uh, mayhem, y'all let us know, man. We're we're happy to help for sure. That's right, my buddy Caden's down there. Yep. Nathan Warren started that yeah. uh, GoFundMe too. That's yeah, we right. saw that. We that's saw right. that. So yeah, they, yeah, definitely look that up. And uh, if it's something that you guys can do, don't you know, to support any way you can support, man. I, you know, I think that there's all kind of ways to contribute. So mm -hmm. you know, if that's what finds you, do it. And then uh, anything else that we can do to help, we're happy to. So y'all make sure to stick around, uh, after, you know, and check out our hacker keep, hack. Keep watching the show; it's next. only going to get better from here. <laughs> I appreciate Thank you guys so much. Love y'all, man. See you. See you. See you. See you.
All right, what a cool show, oh, right? Man, I'm mean, rocking the crew, dude. I, that's yeah. just a phenomenal group of uh, fellows. There. And we handled that one so much better than the last. Uh, <laughs> hey, come on back. <laughs> we handled that one so much better than the last time we had the little party. I think we lost the internet. Or... Yeah, oh, that was yeah. I guess yeah, yeah. We lost internet. We Everybody lost stayed internet. in a group chat and yep. dogged us. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> talking about AOL. We uh, purged ourselves <laughs> out of our own party. <laughs> They continued it while we were gone. All right, <laughs> listen, fun. Ryan, as much fun as that was, I am looking forward to something. What am I looking forward to? This is today's This is going to be awesome. So, again, preface it. All right, so this is our Hacker Hack. We don't know what's going on. We we're, have no clue. This is the first time we're going to try this out. And so what we're going to do is we're going to watch a video that Chris shot, and we're going to try to see if we can figure out what the hack is here. Okay, I like it. I like it. Let's roll that beautiful bean footage. <laughs> oh. All right, olive oil. Okay, olive oil, no cap, going into a microfiber. Okay, what are you going to do? What could we Chris? be doing with olive oil? Oh, Oh, tell me we're not putting olive oil on the dash of a car. Is this, I mean, this cannot is, be, this cannot be the, oh, uh, oh, wait, are we cooking something? Okay. What kind of hack is this? No, no, we're not putting the egg on the dash Boss with olive oil. Egg? Are we trying to cook? Look at this egg. <laughs> What well, is happening? He's frying the egg right there. Is that a mirror? You got to be there? kidding me. You oh, got that's magnifying glass. So he's trying to cook the egg on top of the dash. What kind of hack? coated with olive oil. Look oh. at the easy in in there. there <laughs> that's nice. So we've coated the plastic with this olive oil and we are cooking the egg with a magnifying glass. I, I just have to know <laughs> it, what is the hack? The, like, the, the hack has to be. The, the egg? Is the, the, egg? the magnifying glass? <laughs> if you're hungry and you have some olive oil. Is it the Easy and logo being cast was... into that? Okay, that could have been it. What I really think the hack is the olive oil on the plastic. What, so people have taken the place of. Yeah, so like your protectant and all, mm -hmm. but the idea there is to you're gonna cook your dash. <laughs> <laughs> so we... Olive oil is not a protectant. It's you know, it will uh make it shiny for a minute. <laughs> yeah, and then shit's gonna stick to it right. and it's just gonna be terrible. So Actually, I love this version of <laughs> this Hacker Hack. Like, yeah, this is cool. Great video, Chris. You always do an awesome job, Ethan. Uh, so many things are on oh, on this one. What? <laughs> or no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't cook it. All right, so, all right, we got to say this. If you are in the middle of the woods, all you have is your dash. Okay. Some olive oil. Okay, that's two. An egg. Got to have an egg. Magnifying glass. Perhaps magnifying glass. How do you come up with an easy end logo? Uh, an easy end logo. <laughs> okay. You cannot cook the egg on olive oil on your dash. You're going to have to eat the egg raw or starve to death. This hack, hack is, is busted. busted. It's denied. No hack here, sir. Do not use olive oil on your dash. You're an don't idiot if you do it. You guys right. have a great week. I mean, it is Friday. Y'all enjoy this weekend. Everybody go out, celebrate, have a good time. Make sure you check us out on uh, all the different platforms where you yep. can find podcasts, Apple, Spotify, yep. YouTube. I, and wherever that may be. And uh, also, one last time, I want to give mm -hmm. a shout-out to our Florida detailers and Florida, uh, you know, people that are living down there, patrons, man. I, you know, our heart goes out to you. We're praying for you. We hope you are you know managing to get things back together and as it travels up the east coast you guys as well don't hesitate to reach out if there's anything that Please. we can do we are here to help 
We're not just saying that. I've already had contact with a few people uh, taking trucks and trailers down. So we're here to help you guys reach out to us. We appreciate y'all's support in the podcast, support in the software, support and friendship and family. Love y'all. We'll see you next week. Peace. Peace. Did you say Patriots? Patrons? Isn't it the patron? Yeah. Is it a patron?